I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And we are live. Welcome to the process as I re-say everything that I haven't said yet. It is Wednesday, February 7th. I am Josh Engelman here to break down a seven-game NBA slate. Three starts at 7 o'clock. Two more at 7.30. Two more at 10 a. Sorry, 10 p.m. I changed up what we're doing here. So I assume you guys can hear me now. Hence, chat saying better. That's Kevin Watkins. So thank you. I've moved some stuff around. So I've got my music back on the background now. And I think this should stop us from having any sort of choppy streams or anything like that. That's my plan, at least. My apologies. Had us muted. But we're good now. Last night was fine. Pretty close to break break even. Didn't have any that were really threatening. Uh, Shout out Amen Thompson. That was helpful. But didn't have as much Luka as I would have wanted. Didn't expect 42 minutes. He didn't play. I don't want to say that he didn't play well. Because that's not the way that I mean what I'm about to say. But he did 1.86 fantasy points per minute. He played 43 minutes. If he just played the minutes that I was anticipating that matched his rates... You know, it's a 67-point fantasy game. I'm okay with it. I didn't get his playing time right. I could handle that all day. But it also uh, didn't help that he scored 80. Sure didn't. So, on that note, I'm ready to just get started here. I don't know about you guys. 
I just want to break it on down. So, here's what we're going to do. We're going to hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. We're going to hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman. But what we're really going to do is just do this. Seven games to talk about. Let's get it done. Rise and grind, everybody. Coffee's here. Hope you're joining me. Cheers, everybody. If you've got one, I hope you cheers with me. Mm. There we go. So, and sign up for Stochastic Anything, Odd Shopper Anything. Links in the description, whether that's Sims Tool, Lineup Generator, if you're looking to save some money, if you're looking to do sports betting or pick'em sites, we've got something for everybody. Low-level DFS products, high-level DFS products, um, pick'em site help, real sports betting help. Find out what you're looking for most. Come join us. Links in the description. Here we go. Bang. We'll start it off. Oh, yeah, and I won my two prize picks yesterday. Bang. Got it. Andrew Nemhard, less than Jimmy Butler, big dub. So we got our win. We got what we were looking for. But for now, we get into it with the Toronto Raptors. They are six-point favorites in Charlotte. God, this team, the Charlotte team is next-level bad. Just really not good. But for Toronto, Jonte Porter questionable. Gary Trent probable. For Charlotte, no LaMelo. Gordon Hayward questionable. Cody Martin questionable. Frank Nilakina questionable. So Charlotte's going to be a bit of a pain in the ass. Mm. But let's go ahead and get Toronto ready to go. And the interesting part of Toronto is that we do get to put RJ Barrett back in. So I'm going to cut this entire rotation to make it easier. And I am going to pull up the last time RJ Barrett played, which was that return game on the fourth. And in that spot, they lost by eight to OKC, double OT game. But it still gives us sort of a better look at rotations. So I think we're going to get Emmanuel quickly in for 33. And then we're going to get Gary Trent in for 27. RJ Barrett in for... 35? 36? 35. 35 seems better. You know what? He did play 43 minutes. 35 works. And Scotty Barnes for 36. And then we get Jake Puddle in for 28. Then we're going to go for a little bit of backup center run to Thad Young. You know, something in that, like, 17 range. Chris Boucher kind of left the rotation, which is interesting. We need to get Bruce Brown some playing time. 
somewhere in that 20 range, which is weird, but he's not going to be on the team after today, I think. We get Dennis Schroeder, 26. That leaves me 18 minutes. Who needs to get put on this roster right now? You know, we're going to go up to 22 on Bruce Brown because I don't think that's all that crazy. And then we can go to 16 on Grady Dick. I think that makes some sense when this team is at relatively full strength. I'm going to hop over to Charlotte. We're going to have to do the exact same thing. We had trade deadline day tomorrow, Stephen Leibowitz. It's going to be a good time, man. Going to get a lot of me. All right, so having to get Gordon Hayward back out there is going to be less than ideal. My assumption is also that he doesn't play since this is his first Q tag back. But let's look at the rest of it. So Charlotte's last game would have been, what, two days ago? Yeah, they lost to the Lakers by six. That was where you got Ish, Nick Richards, Brandon Miller, Miles Bridges, Leaky Black. So let's start here. We're going to go 34 to Brandon Miller, and we're going to get 38 into Bridges, and we're going to get 30 into Nick Richards, 31 into Nick Richards. Those three guys are absolutely starting. Now, the other two guys up in the air. You've got Cody Martin. You've got Ish Smith. You've, I don't think it's Leaky Black in this spot. Oh, Zach Justice, man, that would be that would be fun to see, but I, I don't expect that to happen. All right, so let's get PJ Washington in for his minutes. That helps. I'm gonna say 27 for Cody Martin. Maybe around 18 for Ish. And then we can get about 18. Actually, we can go 17 for Nick Smith. We want to get Gordon Hayward back. Now, he is going to be limited. So, let's say 20 minutes for Gordon Hayward. Leaky Black has been a part of the rotation. The question just becomes, do we split? I think we might split the final 27 minutes between Bryce McGowan's and Leaky Black. think that makes some sense we go like 14 mcgowan's 13 black it's a 10-man rotation at least gordon hayward being back certainly does affect rates to a degree i want to take a quick peek at charlotte rates so i'm going to do that right now just to get an idea if anything major is baked into the numbers. I do want to look at Toronto quickly, too. Miles Bridges at 24.5 points. Brandon Miller at 21.5 points. Nick Richards at 12.5 points. I don't have to move anything here. The other piece that we would move would be Toronto side. Scotty Barnes is at 20.5. I have 21.5. RJ Barrett's at 20.5. That's exactly where I'm at. Quickly is at 17. So a little high on quickly. Interesting. What is Emmanuel quickly's usage rate? Does that go to... Oh, nice. That's that's helpful. What is Emmanuel quickly's usage rate on Toronto? 
Let's find out. Obviously not a lot of games. But if it's like 21, then I can bring him down and feel a little bit better. He's played 479 minutes. That 23. Okay. I don't... I might just be a little bit heavier on Emmanuel quickly today. Jakob Pertl should be around 11 points. We're good there. So, first game in the books. Let's check it out. All right. For Toronto... It's quickly Purdle, Barrett, and Barnes all looking very, very similar. I don't have much that separates any of those guys. Don't have a great feel for who would rank higher either. It's probably Barrett and Barnes. It's probably Barrett first, Barnes second, quickly third, Purdle fourth, just because of position. Hmm. Yeah, not much for you want you always want everybody to look better against Charlotte, but at the same time, like this is just not a great game total. But it's quickly Purtle, Barnes, Barrett. They're the only four guys you're getting to from Toronto. You're not getting to Gary Trent. For Charlotte. Okay, so Nick Richards does stand out. Now his rebound prop is nine and a half. I'm at ten. I really like Nick Richards today. Major priority. Maybe not major priority, but priority. As is Miles Bridges. 8,400. Continuing to play, you know, 38 minutes a night. Maybe over, maybe mildly overjuiced rebound prop. Take a little bit of the sting off of it, but... Oh, no, whatever I did was not what I wanted to do. Oh, I turned him into a 2% or an 8% two-point shooter. Richards and Bridges are the two best things in this game. P.J. Washington is probably third. Bryce Miller, uh, Brandon Miller and Cody Martin are both fine options. Cody Martin only if he starts. And then we're not getting to Gordon Hayward at 5,300. So next up, Golden State, two and a half point favorites in Philadelphia, 236 total. Got to get used to this Philadelphia team with no Joel Embiid for the next two months. As we look at Golden State, we check out the injury report. And Draymond is questionable. Wiggins is probable. So it looks like we can get back to what we saw recently for Golden State. So I'm going to go 35 to Steph. We're going to go 32 to Clay. We're going to get 30 for Wiggins. 33 for Kaminga. 31 for Draymond. We get Looney playing a little bit. Give him 12. Ooh, Trace Jackson Davis leave the rotation? Sure did. Only four and a half minutes out of Dario Saric, but I think that we can assume that that goes up. Or maybe we can't. I don't know. Let's get the rest of these guys in. So let's get Pajemski in for 27. Let's get Lester Quinones in. Let's get Moses Moody in. It leaves me 11 minutes. 
The question is, is it Santos? Is it Trace Jackson Davis? Is it Sarich? It's going to be Sarich, right? It's just going to be Sarich. I'm giving Sarich 11 minutes. Let's do that. Perfect. Rates, I don't really think I have to change. Wiggins doesn't move things as much as you would want him to. So we're going to hop to Philly. Now, for Philly, we have no Nick Batum, no Robert Covington, no Joel Embiid, no DeAnthony Melton. So this should actually look pretty similar to what we got last time. We do want to look at that rotation, however. Philly's last game, 16-point loss to Dallas on the 5th. I'm going to redo this rotation, too, just to make it easy. We're going to go 38 to Tyrese Maxey. Played 32 and a half, but that game was over, so didn't close. Certainly could have picked up the final 5 minutes and 40 seconds to get him to 38. Uh, Paul Reed, I'm going to assume, is still relatively limited. So we're going to go 24 to Reed. They still don't appear to play Bamba more than 18 minutes. So then those final minutes at the five will go to Marcus Morris. He played 23 and a half. I think going to 22 on him makes a ton of sense. Let's see. We want to get Ubre in for 33, I guess. And when we pop Toby in, I mean, he played 34. He was on pace to play 40. I think we're going 35 there to Harris. Now, next up is going to be Pat Bev, you know, somewhere in that 23 range. And then I think we get Springer. I'm going to throw 15 on him right now. Daniel House started, played 12 minutes, just first quarter, just third quarter. You know, I think we're going like, do we go 18? They didn't play anybody else in regulation, which is interesting. They went... Nine-man rotation. If I go nine-man rotation, I really got to start bumping people up. Someone, there's like 30 minutes to go around if I do that. Let's say... And they just really don't like KJ Martin. It's really interesting. I don't have a natural place that I want to give this playing time to the guys that play. Like, it honestly feels like it's the starters more than anybody else. I'm going to split those final minutes between KJ Martin and Furkan Korkmaz. Doesn't really matter. Rates all stay the same for this team. It's what we had in last time out. So let's take a peek 
At game number two, Golden State Warriors. Once again, I think Clay is the guy that stands out, but you really need that dude to close. That's where it gets problematic. Twenty-seven minutes, thirty-five minutes, thirty minutes. I have him in for thirty-two. It's it's possible thirty-one is just the answer for Clay. Point eight eight fantasy points per minute over the last thirty days. I like Clay the most. Oh, he's shooting guard only now. I kind of want to knock him back one minute. I'm going to do that. So that tempers Clay a little bit. Steph and Draymond are the other two guys that I would have my eye on. I don't think that anybody stands out here against Philly. Now, on the Philly side, it's Tobias Harris, 7,700 small forward, power forward. Obviously had a really big game last time out. Just want to take a peek at his player props. For right now, Toby's at 22.5 real points. I got 23 and change. I guess I could knock that usage down a quarter peg. And then Tobias, or sorry, Ty Tyrese Maxey's points prop is 28 and a half juice to the under. I have 29. I'm going to keep that as well. Wouldn't play anybody else from Philly with any sort of volume. Would probably get to Mo Bamba before I got to Paul Reed, but I don't really expect to get to either of them. So now we go to game number three. Let's go Cleveland. 11-point favorites in Washington, 233 total. Yuck. I don't like this. Everybody's in for Cleveland. For Washington, no Bagley, no Livers. Must be a Pistons thing. Golden State. Hold on, where did I see that? Golden State and Philly is 7.30 now? Interesting. Let me look at that schedule. Make my changes so that I have it right for later. It is 7.30. Interesting. Okay. Let's fix that. Boom. Done. All right. Cleveland side. I guess we're not going to get anything too weird. We just kind of want to look at... We got 28 minutes out of Garland, 28 minutes out of Mobley on the 5th. I'm going to use that information accordingly and go 28 minutes to Garland, 28 minutes to Mobley. We'll continue to get you know 31 out of Jared Allen, which means Mobley's the backup center. We get Donovan Mitchell in for 35. We get Max Struess in for 30. Okoro right around 24. Same deal for Levert. 24. 
That leaves us Niang. 18 minutes. Dean Wade. 11. Sam Merrill, 11. Something like that. How did I delete all of my position names? That's pretty annoying. A little bit better. I guess. Let's move a little bit of Karis Levert over. And then we move a little bit of Isaac Okoro over. No real changes that I need to make to rates for Cleveland. So we can go to Washington. Now for the Wizards. Probably not a lot of changes coming in here. I want to look at their last rotation. Wizards last played on the 4th. Surprise, surprise. A 38-point... No, sorry. 28-point drubbing. Don't want to oversell how bad they got their ass kicked. Omer Yuri was the guy in their rotation. So that's good to know. Let's get Tyus in for 30. Let's get Daniel Gafford in for 28 We'll get Omer Yuri in. Well, we'll deal with him in a second. Let's get Kyle Kuzma. Could be the last game for Kyle Kuzma in Washington. We'll keep an eye on that one tomorrow. Uh, oh, Kuzma did, did not play that game. Maybe I should look at the injury report, which he's not on. So that rotation actually doesn't matter as much with no Kuz. Let's get Kuzma in for 33, 32. Let's get Danny Avdia in for 28. Let's get Jordan Poole in for 29. DeLon Wright, I don't think is going to be on the Wizards after this season or after today. So that should be interesting. Mm. Then we need, let's see. We'll get those minutes to pool. We'll get Landry Shamit in for 14. We'll get Corey Kispert in for 23. We'll get Bilal Koulibaly in for 26. That leaves me 18 for Omer Yuri. Now, do I want to do that? No. But they do need a backup center. I don't think they're going to go with Kyle Kuzma. In theory, they could go back to Patrick Baldwin. And we're going to split those minutes. But there is an Omer Yuri thing going on here. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Let's look at this game. Golden State... I don't know why I went to Golden State. Oh, yeah, because I moved the game. Cleveland. 
Uh, Donovan Mitchell and nobody else. I don't it, like These prices are just not ideal. I don't know how you pay 7,200 for Garland. I, I can't pay 7,100 for Evan Mobley. These guys should look great. They just don't. There's nothing here. It, they're, they're, it's just really not good pricing. Uh, trade. Let me put that up on the screen. Question is, uh, what time is the trade deadline show going to be? Uh, probably one o'clock, maybe one thirty, maybe a little bit earlier. It's going to be in that range. Um, it sort of all comes down to like, if news starts coming in, I'll go live. Like when that starts to happen, like if anything breaks, like at 12, let's say it's 1245 and something crazy happens. I'm just going to sign on and start. Um, but somewhere in that one to one thirty range is the plan. I really don't like Cleveland today. Sorry, guys. Just Mitchell at best. Yes, Eastern. The only time zone that matters. For the Wizards, it's a little bit of everybody. It's Gafford. It's it's Kuzma. It's Tyus. It's Denny. It's Poole. No standouts. But they look a lot better than the Cleveland side does. I think Kuzma is probably the first guy that you would want to get to. 7,600 power forward center. Showing out in his final game as a Wizard, potentially. Oh, San Antonio Spurs, eight-point dogs in Miami, 223 total. What do we need to know here for the Spurs? Normal people that are out, Miami is on the back-to-back. Oh, I mean, I don't necessarily know that he's going to get traded, but, I mean, there's been some talk about Sacramento. Not much to change here for the Spurs. I got 31 for Trey. I got 29 for Wemby. 19 for Zach Collins. 26 for Keldon. 21 for Champagne. 31 for Sohan. Give an extra minute to McBuckets. Doesn't matter. 34 to Vassell. I got 18 for Chetty. I don't really have anything else I want to move here. San Antonio already set. And then we go to Miami. Miami should be mostly set now. We're going to have to take Haywood Highsmith out of that rotation. I do want to see specifically what Miami did yesterday. They won by 26. Highsmith didn't play other than fake time. So we're going to go 31 minutes to Terry Rozier. We're going to go 33 minutes to Tyler Hero. 35 to Bam Adebayo. Are him and Love just splitting? Yeah, they are. So that's going to be 13 to Kevin Love. We got Kayla Martin starting didn't close. They didn't need him to close, but he played 25. I think I'm going to maintain 29 there. And that lets us get Hawkes in for... Played 23, played a little bit of the blowout. I mean, I'm going to keep 
25. I got Butler for 34. We got Duncan Robinson working his way back and Jay Rich still being a part of the rotation. So it ended up being Highsmith that died for our sins. That's good to know. So let's get Jay Rich in for 21. Duncan Robinson in for 19. Bang. Easy game. Now, I, I think we're going to like Jimmy Butler quite a bit here. Since I liked him yesterday, it should look better against the Spurs. We like Wemby at 8,800. That price is totally fine. Um, just to check his props quickly. We've got, I've got 21 and a half points. The prop is 20 and a half. I've got 10 rebounds. The prop is nine and a half to the over. Perfect. Not a single change to be made. It's Wemby, a little bit of Trey Jones, a little bit of Devin Vassell, maybe a little bit of Jeremy Sohan for Miami. Oh, baby. Okay, so it's Caleb Martin's going to be one of the most popular plays on today's slate. If, if he's starting again like he did yesterday, he will be one of the most popular plays you get to. Uh, S&P, I assume you mean Caleb Martin, at which point my answer is I think I had none because I missed that he was starting until the lock. I just glanced over it whenever that news came out. It was very annoying. Very annoying. He looks incredible here. He is going to be one of the three highest owned dudes today. But Butler, Rogier, Hero, Bam, all look pretty good. But no one is even close to Caleb Martin right now. Now, maybe that's a little deceptive. He's just, he's the best value option we've got. But I really like Miami in general. Bam, Butler, Rogier, and Hero. All negative sevens for me, which is really good for right now. Huh. Yeah, lucked out. Lucked out there, S&P. Really like this Miami side. They're going to be important today. Now we get to the two 10 o'clock games. We got the Pelicans, six and a half point dogs in Los Angeles, taking on the Clippers. For the Pels, Q tag on Najee Marshall, Q tag on Zion. So we're going to get what we normally get for this team, it appears. So I'm not really going to move anything around here. Just flattening out some minutes for some other people. Joval last time out played 20, as did Nance. I'm going to bump up Nance to 19, bring Joval down to 25. Other than that, I'm good. Clippers side, everybody that's normally in is in. So that means we got to get Zubats back in, which means we're going to take Tice out. Although I wouldn't be surprised if we saw those guys like we see some sort of rotation for a little bit. We're going to go 22 to Avisa Zubats, 22. To Mason Plumley, uh, I can hide a minute anywhere at that point. But you know we've got 35 in for Kawhi. 
We've got 35 in for Harden. I'm going to make that 36. Uh, 31 for Paul George feels right. I don't think I have anything else I want to move around here. Very easy game to project. Pels Clippers when everybody's just in. Uh, Larry, I don't do anything. I don't, I don't, I don't make a change. Like, if I don't get him, I don't get him. I don't, I won't boost it. I won't change projections. I won't do anything like that. For New Orleans, nobody gets to 5x their salary. So there's not a single priority from the Pelicans, but Ingram, McCollum, Herb Jones, Zion, all very, very reasonable options today. But very tough matchup against the Clippers. Zion's points props 20 and a half. I got him at 21. That's perfect. Not a single priority from the Pelicans, but you do roster them quite regularly. For the Clippers, it's Harden and Kawhi like it's been for the past two weeks or so. I don't really see the path to anybody else. One day you're just going to get 35 minutes out of Paul George and $7,700 shooting guard small forward part. Paul George is just going to be amazing. Oh, shit. Did I miss Atlanta, Boston? Gabby, I'm, I'm a moron. Thank you. I don't know how I marked that one off. But apparently I did. So I will work my way back to Atlanta, Boston. It's a hell of a morning for me. Let's grab Hawks and Celtics. Appreciate that. I checked it off. That's why I didn't notice. I don't know why I did, though. Hawks have probable tag on DeAndre Hunter. Celtics have a Q tag on Drew Holiday. This one is actually going to be really easy. I've got 37 for Trey, 37 for Murray. All of that looks good. 37, Jalen Johnson. We got 19 minutes out of Hunter last time out. I do want to bump that up a little bit. What do we get out of Bay? Played 33. Um, I guess I'll take one from Bogdanovich, give it to Hunter, get them to 20. Not going to look great for Atlanta. And then Boston is just themselves the same way they always are. Now, they are 12-point favorites. I'm going to take a minute off of Derek White. We'll leave 32 for Holiday, 34 for Brown, 35 for Tatum, 24 for Horford, 31 for Porzingis. Most of this looks fine. I don't ex we might like a like I don't expect to like anything in this game. Glad we did skip it. Yeah, like 9100 for Trey looks good. 5700 for Okongwu looks good. Uh, Murray's fine. Jalen Johnson's fine. You're not going out of your way here, but it, it's Trey and Okongwu as your priorities. But just terrible matchup. And then on Boston, same as it always is. White, Brown, Tatum, Holiday, Porzingis, whoever you want to play in that group. Totally okay. Tatum is the priority. But you can make a case that Trey looks just as good as Tatum. 
Hard to want to pick anybody from Boston, but Tatum would be the first guy up for me. Let me just look at his props quickly to make sure I don't have anything crazy. Points prop on Tatum is 27 and a half. I have 28.2. Jalen Brown's at 22. Perfect. KP at 19. Derek White at 15. Perfect. Drew Holiday, 12 and a half. Yeah, we're all good here on Boston. Nothing standout, though. Now we can close it out. Detroit Pistons, late night hammer, 13-point underdogs in Sacramento. Hit that like button if you haven't done it yet, guys. Help me out here. We got the Pistons. Q-tag on Boyan, Q-tag on Cade, no beef stew. For the Kings, just Vazenkov questionable. I mean, this one's got a chance to be a real problem, and we're going to have a lot of weird swaps at 10 o'clock, but... For now, we at least have to start off with all of these guys in. So I'm going to cut that rotation. Last time Pistons played was the fourth. That was a 12-point loss to Orlando. So we're going to get Cade in for 33. We're going to get Jalen Duran in for 30. We're going to get Boyan in for 31. We're going to get Kevin Knox and his little spot start terribleness in for 16. And then we're going to get Jaden Ivey in for 31. Now, after that, first guy off the bench was Asar Thompson. Played 27 minutes. I'm not going to do that, but I will give him 24. And then next guy off was Monty Morris. He played nine minutes. We'll get him in for 10. Alec Burks, Gallo, Muscala, and Sasser. So we'll get Muscala. He played 14. I'll give him 13. We get Gallo for around 15 or 16. So that looks okay. Um, let's see. Let's get Alec Burks in for, he only played 19 minutes in that one. No, 21. I think we're good on the Pistons. Then we go to Sacramento. Really excited for uh, whoever that random person is that continues just jerking off over DeMontis Sabonis to slide back into my tweets and say that he continued to say that he's fifth in MVP odds, even though he's not fifth in MVP odds. It's very, very infuriating to have to deal with stupidity on a day-to-day -day basis. It's, it just doesn't go away. So Sacramento is just going to be what they normally are, I reckon. Last time out, you only got the 24 minutes out of Monk. You got back up to 31 for Herder. I don't really think I'm moving anything here. Maybe I do something like this. Let's break it down. Final game. Detroit Pistons. No standouts here. 
Jaden Ivey, 6,400, looks all right. Jalen Duran looks all right. Asar Thompson, Cade Cunningham both look fine. Now, remember, if Cade ends up ruled out and Boyan ends up ruled out, like we're going to get to, we're going to swap to a lot of Detroit. Or at least try to. Cade's points props, 22 and a half. It's the only one that exists. Sacramento side, Sabonis' points prop is 19 and a half, juice to the over. I have 23 and a half. So I am projecting him quite well. I also have him for 13 rebounds. $8,100 De'Aaron Fox, though. Um, Gotta be honest, stands out big time. That is a great price tag. No matter how bad he's been, this, this is going to look a lot better. Fox and Sabonis look great, but Barnes, Murray, Herder, Monk, Lyles, we are going to be getting to, a, I think, a lot of Sacramento, which should make it easier to swap around if something happens in Detroit. But Fox, high-end priority for me. Sabonis, probably not that far behind. These guys look insane today let's run some crunches so we've got first one up DraftKings optimals Two seventy-eight point nine optimal lineup by nine tenths of a point. Tyler Hero, Kevin Herter, Tobias Harris, Caleb Martin, Nick Richards, Fox, Lyles, Sabonis. Didn't expect to see Tyler Hero get in there. I think that's just a quirk. Doesn't hurt that he's facing San Antonio. Fox was in all fifty. Martin in all fifty. Nick Richards in ninety-two percent. Seventy percent Sabonis, sixty-six percent Herter, fifty percent Trey Lyles. We put on some randomness. We'll see how that flattens out. I think you're going to see Martin and Fox just run away with this. Yeah, Martin, clear-cut number one. Not surprised because of that price tag. Then it's Nick Richards, oddly enough, at 5500 Is that just a price thing? Kinda. It's just a thing, I guess. Richards, Lyles, Fox, Herder, Monk, Clay Thompson, Hero, Harris. But it really flattens out a bit at the top. It's Martin and then this Richards, Lyles, Fox trio. And then if we go to FanDuel. By the way, guys, um, I assume everything was good on the stream. No choppiness, no... Nothing like that. I didn't see anybody say anything, so I'm guessing everything was went swimmingly for today's stream for the first time in a while. Optimals on FanDuel. 284.76. I got two of them at that exact score. Malik Monk, Trey Jones, Kevin Herter, Tyler Hero, Kayla Martin, RJ Barrett, 
Scotty Barnes, Miles Bridges, and Jakob Pertl. Or you can swap out Malik Monk for Cody Martin. You can swap, so that'd be Martin and Martin in the optimal. You could swap out RJ Barrett for Sabonis, and you could swap out Miles Bridges for Denny Obdia. That lands on the exact same number. Martin was in all 50, Caleb that is. Cody was in 94%. Scotty Barnes was in 98%, looking really good at 8,800 on FanDuel. Then you get Hero, Pirtle, Jones, and Herter all in the 60% range. Yeah, I changed up the way that my um streaming. So now I have all of the same stuff that I wanted, but it's not on my server. So it helps a little bit. Server's not the right word, but you know what I mean. All righty. A little bit of randomness on FanDuel. Gets Caleb Martin and Cody Martin both to the top of the list. It is the it's a Marti. Martin I. I don't know how to say it plural. Martin, Mart, Martins doesn't work. Martini is going to be where we're going here. The Martini are at the top. Kayla Martin first, Cody Martin second. And then it just flattens out. Monk, Herder, Richards, Trey Jones, Barnes, Barnes. That is where we stand. Seven games up, folks. Seven games down. Another one in the books. We've got... Prize picks video coming out in a little bit. We picked up the win yesterday. Any other win this week locks in profitability once again. Um, what else do we got? Contenders videos, as usual. That'll be out this morning. Strategy show today, myself and Greg. And then deeper dive tonight with Bellman. Hope you guys watched with uh, DKDFS yesterday on the deeper dive. I thought we had a really good deeper dive. Make sure you're checking out his stuff. That's all I got. That's everything, folks. Thank you guys for being here. It's been swell. Love seeing you. This was the process.